Good evening. I'm Paul Durienzo with these headlines. The United States says 200 truckloads of aid entered the Gaza Strip Sunday for the first time since the seven-day truce in the 10-week war on Gaza. State Department spokesperson Matt Miller. On Sunday, Karim Shalom, a crossing between Israel and Gaza, opened for the first time for the movement of aid into Gaza. The opening of this additional crossing, which we had been working to achieve for some time, will alleviate the strain on Rafah and dramatically expand the amount of aid flowing to innocent Palestinian civilians who need it most. 80 trucks entered Gaza through Karem Shalom alone yesterday, while the other 120 or so trucks entered Gaza through Egypt's Rafah crossing. Meanwhile, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin was in Israel for the second time since October 7th. The visit comes after a speech where Austin warned Israel that continued attacks on civilians might become a strategic defeat for the Jewish state. On Monday, he met with his Israeli counterpart, Defense Minister Yoav Gallant, and restated U.S. support while calling for more aid to Gaza. Protecting Palestinian civilians in Gaza is both a moral duty and a strategic imperative. So we will continue to stand up for Israel's bedrock right to defend itself. And we will also continue to urge the protection of civilians during conflict and to increase the flow of humanitarian aid into Gaza. Gallant doubled down on Israel's determination to destroy Hamas. This is a war of national determination and national resilience. We will prevail because we are fighting for the right values for our survival in this region. What Gaza will look like the day after the war ends has been a sticking point between the partners, with Israel seeking a military occupation. State Department spokesperson Matt Miller was asked Monday what would happen if Hamas won an election in Gaza after the war. We support free and fair elections. I think you can't okay, really well, hold an election. election in a, free, and fair, and, free and fair was in Gaza and Hamas won. And we support free and fair elections going forward. I think you can't hold an election in the middle of a conflict, obviously. There need to, needs to be a transition process to establish that. But that's, that's what we support for the Palestinian people as we do for anyone in the world. Palestinian commentators say Israel might be planning to separate Gaza into three zones separated by buffers similar to the situation in the West Bank. On Sunday, two Christian women, a mother and daughter, were shot and killed by an Israeli sniper as they walked to a convent of nuns in the compound of the Holy Family Parish in Gaza. Pope Francis spoke about the shooting today, equating Israel with terrorism. Qualcuno dice è il terrorismo, è la guerra. Sì, è la guerra, è il terrorismo. The Pope said unarmed civilians are the objects of bombings and shootings, even inside the Holy Family Parish complex, where there are no terrorists but families, children, people who are sick or disabled, nuns. And in national news, at a rally in New Hampshire on Saturday, former President Donald Trump made an ugly statement he's made before about immigrants, but he added a racialist twist. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world they're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. They're pouring into our country. Nobody's even looking at them. They just come in. The author of This Happened Here is Paul Street. What I think is a little different here is that he specified Africa and Asia and South America. So if there's any doubt that this was racialized, right? That he was, that when he's saying immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country, that's racialized, that doubt is gone. On Meet the Press on Sunday, South Carolina GOP Senator Lindsey Graham, who has endorsed Trump, 
dismissed the blood reference and dared Democrats to make it an issue. If you're talking about the language Trump uses rather than trying to fix it, that's a losing strategy for the Biden administration. But Paul Street says Graham wants to bury Trump's links to fascism. Lindsey Graham saying that this isn't going to get you anywhere talking about this is premised on the notion that we can't make real connections between Hitler's rhetoric and, and the Nazi party and Trump. Uh, I think we can if we try, but it's up to people to educate Americans about what fascism wasn't. And in local news, Mayor Eric Adams' administration finalized implementation and enforcement of Local Law 97, New York City's Green New Deal for Buildings. But supporters of the law designed to reduce emissions from skyscrapers say the regulations include massive loopholes for the real estate lobby. Eric Weltman is with Food and Water Watch. He says besides a two-year delay in enforcing the law, real estate can opt out. Instead, companies are getting to buy out of their obligations to clean up their buildings by reducing, you know, paying to reduce pollution elsewhere not in New York. So corporate buyout loophole. Passed in 2019, Local Law 97 requires buildings larger than 25,000 square feet to begin limiting climate heating pollution. Paul DiRienzo, New York.